we were, well, I don't know. I think the dating age starts about 15, but maybe some moms might think it's younger. Anyway, I'm going to talk about her guide again. So it's a guide to dating, how to be loved. Oh, my God. Adored. How to be loved, and adored, and cherished. cherished. Right? <laughs> Everybody wants to be adored and cherished. So, as the last resort coach. Hmm, last resort to, co to love. You should be telling people what's the key. What's the key to not being to not using the last resort coach? Oh gosh! I will tell you. I'm um I'm trying to live stream at the same times on another device, and I'm doing this. So it's like, sorry guys, thanks for hanging in there, and you can't hear half. But this is as tech as we can get to today. So I really appreciate everybody's patient, but it's going to be great. So I want to start my talk today with showing you, it's a show and tell day. <laughs> it's not just talking at you today. Um, uh, some of you may have seen my, my Facebook post. I was woken up at um, three o'clock this morning. All oh, the thought just came in and, and it, it, it so wanted me to to change my talk because my I originally was going to talk about what the f happened to your relationship. And I actually have the answer. If you are ever curious about why that relationship went wrong or whatever went wrong, I can explain that. And then and then yesterday happened and it was such a big day for me and it was very ordinary but it was such a big day and the message was there so i want to to shift it and include this big component in there because really this is at the heart of of the matter for all of us it's about this okay so i'm going to attempt <laughs> to share screen Woo! it's looking like it's gonna work i'm so excited and there we go can you guys see that i'm sharing screen that's good please say yes and then these guys oh can, i hope you guys can see this oh oh my gosh is the sound gonna go Uh, so I'll just talk it through. If, so this is my let love in signature position. And, and it's really actually simple to do, but really hard to do. Because basically all you do is whenever you're taking a picture of yourself or you're standing there and wanting to let love in, you uh, just do this. Uh, it's a full on body as as um, Wilda would say, it's a mudra, a body mudra, a of body let mudra. a body it. mudra of let love in. So, so I'm gonna show you how to let do the let love in. Super excited! Ta-da! That's it. That that was it. So, but here's how we break it down. And your arms are straight up, face looking up, not being afraid of not being afraid of um of asking for love or receiving love so you're in alignment and then you're hard up or titty up as i like to call it because you're fully open in your heart 
And then last but not least, you have a little kick of your legs so that letting love in is fun, right? Super fun. And so that's what it is. Let love in. And my sweetheart has spent two days, last minute cramming it to make this for me. It's super technical and all this stuff. And <laughs> this is as best as we can, can, can show you. Anyhow, um, and this is part of my message is I, I, I will make it all come together. So hang in there. And so these are ways not to do it. You know, if you're going to ask for love, you have to go all in and, and stretch yourself into it. All right. So this is the, the final product that we wanted to do for you. But while we were out in the beach and having fun, this is Keith doing it. I don't know if you can see, it's a little small, but so he's like, what? I have to do let love in. Okay. This, and then his knee hurts and it's awkward. Can you see that? And then. I don't see that his knee hurts. I see that he's doing a great job. Yes. He's doing a great job, but you can see how like he's feeling really uncomfortable and it's like, it's not, am I doing this right? And he's so adorable and he's such a willing participant and you've seen me do this a thousand times around the world actually and then for him to have to do it himself he's falling over and all this stuff and i had so much compassion for him as as he as he did this so now let me stop sharing and i'll come back to us stop sharing coming back to us i hope it's making sense out there for my streaming lot land out there on facebook and youtube thank you for your thumbs up and so let me explain what happened there so yesterday was such a powerful day for me because um because a series of events happened it all will tie together my mother had hurt her knee. I, I, my mother, my single mother, recently single mom, she's 85 years old. My dad passed away last year. And so my mom has been living by herself. So Keith and I spent as much time as possible with her uh, when we're not out in our van driving around and seeing the world. And she was so brave. So she took the bus to be independent for the first time, she had to take the bus because my dad used to drive her around everywhere. So she took the bus to church and she stepped off the bus and her knee completely buckled under her. 85 years old, the knee decided to give up, right? So she's been nursing it for a month now and she's been been looking to go to chiropractors to help her at readjust it. And all of her chiropractors in, in her area has retired. So she... She doesn't know where to go. So she asked if I could take her to my chiropractor. I said, sure, of course. But my chiropractor is an hour away from where she lives. And I didn't mind. So we made arrangement and my chiropractor moved her appointment up sooner so that we can get her in sooner. Anyways, yesterday we drove her up there and lo and behold, she had to walk up the stairs into the office. It's a new environment. She walked in and she freaked out. She just completely freaked out and she turned the whole thing down. She's like, nope, I don't give consent. Nope, you can't do, you can't, nope, 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 take me home. And so we're like, oh, okay. And my chiropractor was so awesome. So why am I telling you this? let love in, right? She was having such a hard time letting love in. 
me and Keith were there loving her all the way. My chiropractor and her husband were there ready to adjust and help her. And I was willing to pay for her. So nothing was, was in the way. But she's like, nope. No, this is too far, too far. I'm not going to be able to come back on. I can't do this by myself. And she didn't trust that we would take care of her. So you can see just like the example of Keith doing the let love in and how challenging that was for him physically, even though he really wanted to do a really good job for the video, it was real. And so that I saw that in my mom yesterday. And it was just so heartbreaking to see how she was rejecting love. And then we went to dinner. My brother has been going through such a hard time in the last two years. I mean, it's been shit for him. And he actually left home, just completely disengaged from us and left home because he was under so much shame and so much frustration and anger. So he finally, out of the blue, showed up yesterday and said, hey, you want to meet for dinner? So we, but we, we were like excited to go see him. And I look at across the table and there's my mom. 85 years old, missing her son, and all she wanted was to let him know how much she loves him and how proud of him she was, so that's because of what he's going through. And he was sitting next to her, eating, put his head down and eating, and he was trying his best to be polite and, and cheerful, but he you can feel his hurt and his pain. And he couldn't let any of that love in. He couldn't let my love in. He couldn't let her love in. And we just kept holding this this loving container for him. And it was like heartbreaking to feel the tension. And no one was at fault. Nobody was mad at each other. And yet we couldn't let love in. So I go around the world showing people, let love in. It's fun. It's great. And it's so hard to do, right? Talk about the first step to dating or saving your marriage is how do you let yourself be loved from each other? And then last night, <laughs> I was exhausted. I crawled into the back of the van with Keith ready to go to bed and he pulled out this video and he's like, I haven't finished a video yet. And I'm like, but my talk is tomorrow at 11 o'clock and you haven't finished editing it. What good is it? My head just exploded. You know, the emoji go. So I was like, this is, this is what I, I look like. What the fuck? You know, why? What, what good is it now? I told you not to use that technology. I was so upset inside, but I was like, oh, okay. All right. Well, you do what you need to do, honey. And I'm like, I totally, right? I was on the verge of completely missing the love that was there because he so wants to love me and serve me. And I was just angry with him. So <laughs> I had to like tame that part of me down so that I didn't ruin the relationship. Right? Can you just see things go so wrong? I could just cut off his knees and destroy his ego. <laughs> And everything out of stress for getting things done and all that stuff. So, oh my goodness. Ugh. So, the, all of this example was to say to you, if you're experiencing a hard time having a relationship, finding a relationship, or maintaining a relationship, or thinking of getting to a relationship, and it feels hard to you, it's because it is hard. It's a human condition to destroy love, even though this is what we want so much, to be loved, to find love and to be loved. And so in my work, I 
I'm so blessed to <laughs> to have been to have this this concept downloaded through me over the years, and I have been practicing this. And the first place that I practiced and I rolled this concept out was in Sweden with Maria and her group. Because Maria wanted to celebrate her 50th birthday. If you guys don't know who Maria is, she is on is a speaker in our group. She went up yesterday, and her talk was. Awesome. So please sign on to Start Loving. I think, oh, I will post the link, but I post the link a couple of times on my Facebook page and, and Instagram. So please sign up so that you can watch her talk yesterday. It's so beautiful and so powerful. So conscious love and conscious money, how they tie together. Mm, super delicious. Anyway, so Maria was turning 50. Um, uh, I forget how many years ago. <laughs> I don't know what I don't want to out her age so a while ago but you know I was turning 50 and she contacted me and she, she said I want 39 <laughs> that's right she wanted to spend her 50th birthday with her favorite friend her favorite people and I made her list so she asked if I would come to Sweden and I said I would in an instant but I don't. I couldn't afford to buy my plane ticket. It was like back in two thousand eight, and the economy tanked big time, you know. And uh, anyway, so um, I asked her if she could help me put on a workshop, a, a one day workshop, so I can make some money to pay for my ticket. And she did. And I sat on the plane, going, "Oh my God, what do I know about Swedish people? How could they, you know, would this concept work for them?" And it turned out it. It was great and actually was the birthplace of my work, which ended up to be in this book. <laughs> I'm like, where's the book? <laughs> the Divorce Mom. For those of you who are on my live stream, it's The Divorce Mom's Guide to Dating and it's on Amazon. It's the bestseller list. It's on the bestseller list. Anyway, so the concept is this. We all want love. Why is it so hard to have love or to keep the love that we have? And how come the love always start out really beautiful in the beginning and then it died in the middle and then it sucked and then and then you end up in a divorce that never ends and then you hate each other and some people end up killing each other and killing themselves. How does that happen? And it's been happening over years after years, decades after decades, and we keep repeating the same old I, I feel like we're we're all like or, or, you know, in the old day where they sacrifice people and push them over the edge into the fire pit down below, you know, like, I'm signing up for love and marriage. And then we get on this path and then you just get there and you go, okay, I love you into the firing pits and then you're dead. That's the fast version. <laughs> Been there, done that, got a divorce myself. <laughs> so proud of that divorce. My partner had two. <laughs> anyway. So what's the answer? I came up, well, the universe or God channeled through me and gave me this concept that I've been playing with for the last 10 years. And for those of you who don't really know me, I actually was a trained mechanical engineer when I was growing up. And I love taking things apart and putting them back together to understand how things work. And I also love to improve on things on the design of things so i did the same thing with love and relationship when my marriage fell apart uh when i was 40 years old with a five-year-old little 
daughter and didn't have much money. I was already a coach and I never anticipated this. It was like, how could this happen? I worked so hard at this relationship. How could this happen to me and to us? And we were both really good people. Like my ex-husband is an amazing guy and he's super loving and amazing. And yet at the end of our relationship, we both look at each other completely passionless. And we, whatever we try to say to each other to, to try to get the other person to understand this, it end up into a big old fight. It's that you did, you know, like you don't understand me and I don't understand you. And why can't you understand me? I'm just trying to do this for you. And it was so painful. And so I'm like, why, what happened? So I went on this three years exodus or three years, I lovingly call it PhD program in sex, love, and relationship. I wanted to see how I love, how I have sex, and how I be in relationship so that I can undo my patterns and hopefully I could help and bring it back to the world. And so I went from being a good Catholic girl who only had sex with one man and she married him. I, I wasn't that great of a Catholic girl because I had sex with him before I married him. You know, if you do it right, you have to marry and then have sex. And you marry so that you could have sex. Crazy. That's another conversation. Anyway, so, <laughs> so back to this. I went from that, that studious, firstborn, good girl, Asian you know, daughter who was good and wholesome and had her legs closed and did it right. And to experiencing 33 men in three years. So I can really have a good understanding of my way of loving. Because I realized then that holy shit or holy cow, beep, um, we, uh, what I know about love, sex and relationship, I learned when I was a teenager. And as an adult woman at 40 years old with a kid and a house and a divorce paper, I was applying the same, the same process, the same understanding, the same belief, the same hunger, the same everything. I'm not the same person. I'm not that 18, 19 year old young girl, young woman that was looking for love. I'm 40 years old, you know? So I, my PhD really taught it was really a truly a PhD program because I had data points and I kept track of it. I spreadsheet it out. I'm like, I met this guy and I did this and I hit this about myself. Oh, I had a pattern there. Oh my God, I didn't know. I met this guy, this thing, da -da -da -da. and it's like, oh, and now today I got to ask or I got to say no. And I, so I had to undo and reclaim so many parts of me that I didn't know I had or I knew I had but I didn't know what to do with it all the way from like just even going out on a date and not having to pay for half of my meals. Like I had such a low self-esteem that I couldn't, I couldn't just sit there and be treated, you know, be cared for. So I love your reaction. Well, when you look at my book title and you, you actually hiccup at that word, so my book title is called The Divorced Mom's Guide to Dating, How to Be Loved, Adored, and Cherished. And that phrase in itself was a huge personal growth program for me because I knew how to be loved. I knew that I, was, I deserved to be loved and I love people well. But 
to be adored and then to be cherished. Wow, who am I to be adored and cherished? So in my marriage, I was so loyal and he was so loyal and we loved each other and we still do actually, but we, I was, I was so uncomfortable. I didn't know this whole realm of to be adored and to be cherished. Did you know, do you know what cherished means? I actually looked it up one day when I was writing my book and hearing that song cherished is the word. Well, I was so surprised when I saw this definition. It said to be cherished is to be worshipped. Who am I to be worshipped, right? I'm just an ordinary woman. I'm just, I'm just blah, 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 an immigrant from Vietnam. I'm just, I'm just, right? So, so I didn't realize how much the, those fears and, and that belief really got in the way of being loved of really having a relationship that lasts, that is hot, as I call it, super hot, you know. Um, and hot, what does hot really mean? So, oh my God, I have so many things to tell you. And I'm like, okay, how am I going to squeeze it all in and make it make it make sense? But it's going to make sense. Stay with me. Let's take a breath for a second. Oh my goodness. Hi, Patty. I see that you're on my live stream and thanks for staying. Oh, she too had to go through a divorce and find her husband and allow herself to be loved, adored, and cherished. Yes. So the, uh, the ability to be loved, adored, and cherished. So let's break it down. Just like my video. Let's break it down. Okay. There are, for, I'm just going to speak to the woman first and then uh, I'll I'll translate it for the men, okay? So, and men, if you're listening to this, this is really what I have heard from other men who have listened to my talk. They all said, oh my God, I wish my wife would know this. I have always thought about this, about women, and no one let me do it. And when, you know, it's just heartbreaking how men really want to treat us like to be, to love us, to adore us, and to cherish us. But we have so much stuff against ourself and such low self-worth and uh, that we actually block this from coming to us so here's my engineering mind explaining what happened to human relationship especially for women there are three parts inside us wilda give me a time check do i have five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes i know it's 11 well, you have about 15 yes i can do it all right ready Take a breath, everyone, so that you can really receive this thing that is being channeled through you. Erase, erase, erase. It's all good. Here we go. There are three parts inside all women, and we don't know two of the parts. Or we may know the second part, but we miss out on how to integrate them together. And when we're leading with only one part, we wreck relationship. We wreck all relationships. So the three parts, I call them, very fancy name, three P's. <laughs> P's for parts. The three P's? The three P's. The three P's. You know, the three P's in the pot. Oh, my God, they go all together. So the per first P, you all know this P, and I lovingly call her my, does anyone know? My venture, I guess. I know. Yay, go Steven. <laughs> Your peasant. Yes, my peasant woman, 
my peasant woman. Ah, I love her so much. She's hardworking. She is out there. You know, she gets up in the morning and she's taking care of the family. She's taking care of a community. She's working. She's overworking. She said, yes, 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 yes. And one of our peasants worked so hard, she even caused an accident, a car accident, because she's stressing so hard and rushing to everything, right? <laughs> no, seriously, our peasant is adorable, and I love her so much, because without her, I wouldn't do and have accomplished. It took a lot to write a book. It takes a lot to raise a child. It, you know, without the peasant woman, things don't get cooked. <laughs> Projects don't get done. Um, house doesn't get clean. Because a peasant woman does all of that, right? Who here can relate to your peasant woman? Who has has a peasant woman? Ta-da! She's strong, right? Do you know that, that, that poster of Rosie the Riveter? Talk about a peasant woman, right? Super strong. She can do everything. She can raise a kid, build uh go to work at the at the manufacturing plant to help the war and come home and take care of everything and 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 that peasant woman inside us is she's so innocent all she wants is to be loved back she just thinks that if she it works hard enough people will recognize her and will love her and will treat her well but what happened to the peasant woman in life really she gets stepped on she gets neglected. She gets piled on with more work. She carries everybody. She's exhausted. She grows old faster than she needs to. And then, and then her husband cheats on her. Her children are disrespecting her because she spoiled them all these years. And now they treat her like, like a carpets that they walk on. And at work, people overlook her because she's, she's not impressive and they promote someone else and and so on and so forth these are the stories of peasant women around the world that i have come across that just is heartbreaking what they have tolerated the peasant women have terrible sex she's not she's so busy thinking working she doesn't have time for sex and if she has sex she's like hurry up let's get it done let's move on i'll have time for that and or she takes it and then she gets raped, she gets abused, she gets assaulted because she doesn't have voice to speak what she wants. She doesn't have the right because she looks around and she's like, she's like, am I allowed to? Is that good enough? Oh, that's for someone else. I mean, like, can you guys relate to this, this part of us that we, we all have to somehow encounter and and live with her and boy when the peasant woman is stressed over a project she's almost impossible to be around because she's like tense and angry and upset and caring she's actually making it really hard for people to love her and if you come to her and said honey let me help you what does the peasant woman tend to say i can do it all myself i can do it all myself totally oh my god my friend she was moving she has a big old house that she has to clean up and she has kids and none of them helped her so i called her to see how she was doing and she said terrible they don't none, nobody helps me just me and my husband trying to do all these things i'm like well okay well i could come and help you guess what she said why would i want to share my misery with my friends 
so fancy, right? That's a fancy no. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. It drives me nuts. But anyway, so a peasant finds a thousand ways to say no, and yet she hungers for love and to be seen and to be understood. But when love <laughs> comes to help her, she said, no, that's not the kind of love I want. That's not right. <laughs> and she has such a hard time receiving. And she doesn't know her two other parts that is are there to support her and love her and guide her because the peasant is so busy guiding and thinking that she knows it all. She, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it myself. You ready for the other two parts? Who wants to know the other two parts? I want to see some love, some hearts on the on the screen here, right? <laughs> There's some peasants are going. Really? Is there more? Or some peasants are saying, "Hmm, I don't know. Well, let me let me think about this first. All of these are ways that we have such a hard time receiving or diving in, right? So, yes, yes. Oh, thank you, Dan. Oh my God, we have somebody on uh, on my Facebook Live. A man who's listening. Ta-da! Five minutes left. Let's go, May. Okay, <laughs> I love it. So. Oh, we have an echo in my ears. So somebody, can you mute yourself? So I, I'm not going crazy. Thank you so much. Okay. All right. Here are the two parts. And it's still echoing in my ear. I wonder if it's my sweetheart doing something in the background. Ah, it is. <laughs> Sorry. Technology. Oh my God. So many things happen in this little van. It's still echoing in my ear. Honey, whatever you're doing, can you please stop? <laughs> if we're not on camera, I'll be like, stop that thing off. I'm taking you tell. I'm walking now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. The other two piece. There we go. So, um, my sweetheart is in the back with his iPad wanting to listen and want to see how things are going. Just want to serve, right? And his poor little peasant is trying to serve. And now he's probably, his peasant's probably feeling really bad that he's interfering with my work right now. However, he's contributing to the whole content, isn't it? It's a real life example right here at play. So that, that's the the world according to the peasant men or women is a lot of hard work a lot of sacrifice and a lot of neglect she's neglected he's ne feeling neglected and everybody's under love and under adored and under cherished <laughs> we're not being loved adored and cherished enough so the other two p's that are your arsenal are your best friends that you tend to lock up or disconnect from or not even know that they exist are the second p is what I lovingly call your princess self. I'm not using the word queen because queen is a little confusing. It's a very complex thing. Princess, I want to like break it down even tighter. And, it, and then I'm not talking about the princess from Disney that, you know, just wear pretty dresses. And I'm not talking about princess like those diva women that you see. Divas are not princesses. They are spoiled brat peasants trying to overcome their needs inside. Princesses are the part inside us that are gracious and graceful and 
elegant and loving. She is unconditional love. When a princess is in the room, a real princess in the room, you all feel elevated, right? We all take time to put ourselves together. Why? Because we want to find that princess part of us that inspires the world, that uplifts people, that bring grace and beauty to the world. This part of us is so important because she knows who your real birthright is and your real worth, your sense of worth is. Your princess holds that inside for you. And when your princess is in charge, she comes into any place and she's loved, adored, and cherished. She's welcome. She's, she's being served. People take, bring out the best for her. When I was younger, before I discovered that my princess, I used to, when I come to a party, my most favorite and comfortable place was in the kitchen because I was comfortable there. My peasant was comfortable serving. My peasant was comfortable being in the kitchen doing something so that she knows she fits in. But when my prince, but but when I look out at the party and I see all these beautiful women standing there in their champagne glasses and talking to men and all this stuff, I didn't feel like I belonged there. I didn't feel like I, I was worthy or it was uncomfortable for me, for my peasant. But my princess, she's like, ah, I'm here. Let's play. Let's love. Let's meet. Let's connect. And she brings so much joy and beauty to the space and to everyone. And it's not just for her, she does it for everybody on the planet. And those of you who are old enough to remember Princess Di of Wales, right? Princess Diana actually was never a real, she never had the title princess, by the way. Um, and she's been dead for, what, 30, 40 years now? I can't believe it. I thought it was just yesterday. But she's been dead for decades now. However, the world still thinks fondly of her. When I said Princess Di, the ladies on, on my Zoom call, they all just had this beautiful smile. And they all just went, oh, yes, her. We know her. We love her. We remember her essence. That's the power of a princess. Now, Princess Di had a wounded peasant that really wrecked her life for her also in there and her powerful third piece. But I can do a whole talk on that. But I just want you to notice, you know, like a real princess uplifts you and bring grace and generosity to the table and to your life. That's your princess part. We all have that. However, the peasant is threatened by her and the peasant feels like, oh my gosh, if she's there, she, the peasant is replaced. The peasant is unwanted or the peasant, now it's really clear that the peasant is not good enough. That's not what I'm trying to say at all. I'm trying to say is that we need all three Ps to know each other and to integrate together. And instead of your peasant leading all the time, you let your princess lead. All right? So, the third part you have your hardworking peasant woman that can do anything in the world good job we want to keep her healthy and support her and love her but we don't want to send her into relationship because she will wreck all relationship we want to send in the princess the princess part of you who knows how she should be treated the princess part of you would never date a lousy man would never settle for less than 
beautiful treatment would always uplift everybody and everybody wants to rise up to serve a princess. What does a man really want? A princess to love and take care of, not a peasant to fight with or to compete with or to cut themselves down. He wants a princess to love and serve, okay? So those are the two things. But those two are not enough in the world. We have a third P that is our powerhouse. Anyone guess what that P is? Priestess. The priestess. Usually, nobody can guess. Well, Stephen and 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 um, Maria has heard my talk several times and probably read the book too. Anyway, so they know, but... The priestess, our priestess is so unknown to us. Most of us women well, around the world, really, when they hear the word priestess, first they can't even say it. Or they don't know who she is. And those of us who know who she is are so busy being a priestess that they didn't heal their peasant and they don't know their princess. And that doesn't work either. So let me just break it down on the priestess. The priestess is your power. This is your purpose in life. This is who, why you're here on this planet Earth. We're not here just to have children. We're not here just to go to work and die. We're here because we have a purpose, a reason to be. Having children, doing things that we do are just parts of who we are. But we are here to change humanity. We are here because we have a cause. We are here because we are powerful. And we are an equal part of society, baby. Hell yeah. Unfortunately, what we normally have is a pe hardworking peasant and a priestess. So what happened is that this peasant has a great calling. She hears a calling from the priestess. So she follows it. And then all she brings is hard work. She doesn't have the princess there to help her. The princess makes everything magic and easier, right? So the princess call in other people to serve, make it exciting for people to serve her. So you need all three Ps to work together and keep, keep each other safe and Sometimes you need the peasant come in. Like if you need to clean the bathroom, send in your peasant. She's awesome at that. Don't send in your princess. Don't send in your priestess. You know, the priestess sitting there going, oh, the higher meaning of cleaning this bathroom is not really helpful right now. Right? But, but when you are going into a meeting, when you are going into a date, when you are running a sh uh, something, Lead with your princess. Let her come in first. She's vulnerable. She's accessible. She makes life fun and joyful for everyone. And then bring in your priestess with her wisdom. Allow your priestess to speak through you the way she speaks to you. And then the peasant just come on behind them and said, what can I do? What can I do to make this work? That's the short version of this. It's a lot more than this. However, I, I have enough this much time, so you got it. I will stop right here and right, bring in. So I got a question. Wilda has a question, that. and I'm going to repeat your question so that my live stream people can hear. Okay, keep going. So tell us why do we need to wait? Because isn't you the last resort coach? So what does that actually mean? Ah. Uh, the last resort coach, but I, after 25 years of doing this work and traveling around the world, teaching people about the three Ps and how to integrate them and talk to them, what I noticed is that the women, women peasants are very stubborn around the world. 
they're like they hear it and they're like taking notes and they're gonna go home and figure it out themselves because what is the peasant's number one uh, uh, life philosophy I have to figure out myself I can do it myself so they they collect all these self-help books and they buy in all the online things to learn but they get too busy and they don't learn it they read books but it gets all confusing here but they keep trying to re they try to figure it out themselves so what i notice is that the woman who hi who actually finally surrendered to working with me are the one that says okay me i'm so done i'm so done with trying i'm so done with another book i'm so done with dating the wrong guy i'm so done with fighting with my husband i'm about to kill him i'm, I'm ready to sign a divorce paper you're my last resort you're I, I, I'm not I, I'm not gonna even try to find this. So for those of you who like are still in the fighting mode and need to figure it out yourself, by all means go on Amazon, get my book, read it, message me, let me know how it goes, you know, leave me a review even. Great. I hope it serves you. And for those of you who are really are done, <laughs> like so done, so fucking done, so done, then so done, right? So done then then my gift would mean a lot to you i have a gift should i just do that now or should i do it later <laughs> yes so yeah so so in this in this conference that i'm in start loving it's a three four days conference three days conference in tuesday it ends on tuesday and please sign up for it it's bitly.com forward slash start loving I will put it in 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 all my uh, my stuff. Please sign up for it so that you can hear me and Maria and other women here. We have so many, so much goodies here for you. It's there for you, and you know, check your peasant because peasant could go to. Well, no, I don't have time for that, or you know, like the fancy way of like not receiving, right? So please say yes and just sign up for it, and um. And if you are uh, so done and you really want some solution or some answer to your situation, the best gift that I could give you is sometimes one-on-one -on -one with me. So I have, I have my calendar. I am gifting you 30 minutes directly to talk with me. You can get right on my calendar. And for those of you who are not done, enjoy the book. Go get it on Amazon. It would be so awesome for you. And, you know, it will it will help you with loving, dating, any kind of relationship that you're involved in from work to, to the bedroom. Okay? Sounds okay, great. So Thank you so much, Patty. You are such a loyal fan. Find the book first, what was that? Find the book first and then do the 30 minutes. Uh, I'm sorry, say that again? I'm thinking they should buy that book and then... Well, you or register with you and do the 30 minutes. Actually, how, how, how you, how you overcome peasant resistance because the peasants like, oh, I forget, you know, what was that that she just said? I forgot already the minute they, they, they end this thing or they, um, I'm too busy to do any of that. Right. So if you want to bypass your peasants trapped, sign up for my, for 30 minutes with me first. And then while you wait for us to talk, get the book. And then in two days, you have the book in your hands. You can read it and then you can come to the call. Clearly, you know what is going on with your peasant. Then we can cut through stuff so much faster. 
So that's how my pieces would love to work with you and help you. And my princess would be like, thanks for making it easier on me. <laughs> and All you right. know what? What? You can help them save their marriage if they want to. Yes, I am going to help them save their marriage if they want it. You know, if I had someone like me when I was going through my awakening, my my learning, my growth, uh, our growth, actually, he was going through it too. Uh, if I had someone like me, we probably would not have been divorced. Um, we would have saved it and it would have been great. And now that I'm divorced and I'm with, uh, with Keith and because I know my three Ps, I'm not wrecking that relationship. Or when I'm on, on the verge of wrecking it, I know to be to really surrender my peasant and go right into my princess and said, honey, I'm so sorry. I know, I know my peasant got out of hand. Thank you for understanding. And let's, let's undo, let's replay. I'm softened, I'm ready to go. And he has the language to speak to me about, hey baby, you're, can I help you? Can I help your peasant right now? And just hearing that, my peasant immediately, instead of fighting him, I would immediately go, oh, right. Let me just take a breath first. Okay, I'm back. I'm dialed in. Sorry, let's try this again. <laughs> or my peasant still needs to fight with you for a bit, a bit longer. So can we just do that? And he's, he would then step into his king. Oh, yes, the three Bs are the men. So the men has the peasant and the king and the wizard because priest doesn't using the three p's on men doesn't work so the men the king brings out us women the, the king bring out brings the peasant into our princess right because when you're stressed out and a strong man showed up and said i got you honey let me take care of that for you you go and beautiful yourself up and i will take care of this that's like, that's like orgasm to peasant brain, right? It's like, that's the hardest thing that you can say to any hardworking woman is I've got you, I'm take care of this. You, you go take care of yourself. <sighs> Immediately we can breathe and rise into our princess and say, thank you, that's awesome. However, there are entrenched women out there who are entrenched in their peasant self, when you say that to them, they say, let me hear it. No, thanks. I can do it myself. Ah, don't ever do that again. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Please don't ever do that again. <laughs> Other questions? Oh my God. All right, I'm going to stop you right there. Yes. That is why they need to get your book. That's why they need to call you for their register for the 30 minutes. We have um, a couple people, I'm sure, that want to ask a couple questions. I um, would love to ask you a question. Wilda said that Hi, that's Dad. why you guys should get my book, The Divorced Mom's Guide to Dating. Sorry. <laughs> I like, bridge the gap. Ahead, yes, Maria, Maria, go ahead. Yeah, I would love. Yeah, it's wonderful to be reminded and also seeing how you you are really living your three piece, May, and it's it's a good reminder. And I'm I'm actually curious in what way is it important when women work with themselves and learning this that also their partner getting the same understanding so they have a share common language because there's something helpful in that which i've seen yes the share common language concept, right yes i have to tell you 
I have been really blown away at how this concept resonates with men. It makes life so much simpler for them, and it's very intuitive for men. I have had big sturdy guy who's like i'm like oh my god he's just not gonna like and he's like oh thank you so much for teaching my wife this now i can save our marriage with her it's so nice oh my god it's amazing and so so men doesn't need a lot <laughs> to do about this all they need is to be introduced hey did you know that there are three parts to my three to to me the peasant and the princess and the priest and the peasant is the hard-working part of me and immediately the guy goes oh i know her <laughs> oh i so know her because he's been at the so at the, the sharp edge of her he's been creamed by her many times right and so that's a great opportunity to say i'm so sorry if my peasant ever acted out or misbehaved so sorry right and then and then you say and then there's this princess part of me oh my goodness and the men are like hello partner i maria just show off her her partner Ooh la la and that doesn't just really want to be seen right it's like here's my hot man <laughs> okay i wish you guys can see them on the other side okay so back to this and then so the princess part now the men are a little afraid of the princess because they think that you might mean you know the spoiled brat princess part but when you explain it no it's the part of me that love easily that surrender easily that is vulnerable that look at you and go i adore you you're the best thing on planet earth to me thank you so much for being in my life who which man doesn't like that they're like oh yeah baby i'm here for you that's all i've ever wanted for you that's that's all that men ever want is to be your king and to serve you, protect you, and to love you. It's that simple, but we make it really hard. Our peasants make it really hard. I'm not dissing on the peasant. I love my peasant. And she's just misguided and she's she lives in fear. She lives in in um she lives in petrifying fear i mean in the beginning my mom's story she lives in fear like she was so afraid of new new situations she was so afraid that even if this doctor was helping her that you know she can't come back so she turned it down right so the our peasant lives in fear and lives in hurt she's been wounded so many times since childhood so that's that's what makes it hard for her to trust Oh, that makes me think of the word hot, 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 hot. I have to just add this in. What does hot stand for? Hot stand for heal, open, and trust. Healed, like healing our peasant, all the wounds in the past. That's 90% of my work when I work with women is to help them heal what hurt them in the past. And then open, to open their hearts so that they can receive love. That's the hardest part for women is to open and receive love. Men too, by the way. And then T is trust. Trusting themselves and trusting the universe. Trust that they can have what they want. When you have heal, open, and trust, life is just hot. Hot and easy, baby. Hot and easy. That's how we like it. Make it wet down there. <laughs> Any other questions? I'm going to like end on time today. I love it. Okay, there's a lot. We're running out of time. No, oh, I'm early. I still have five minutes. So quit cutting me short. Everybody, I love that question, Maria. Thank you so much for asking. I wanted to know if Pam wanted to ask or if Roz wanted to ask a question. I have one for you. Yes. Um, so 
with my situation, I have been divorced and single mom forever. So what are your tips for me to getting back into the dating world? Oh, uh, right? yeah, I this is the question myself. that you asked yesterday. And that was for me, myself, my yes. confidence, my self-esteem. Yes. You know, I've, I'm a health coach now. I've lost weight. I'm very positive. So I feel like I'm ready. Yes. I, well, I know I'm ready. Yes. But how, what's the best tips for me to go okay. find my guy? I got you, I got you, I got you, baby, I got you. I'm so glad that you came back because she was here yesterday and she asked Maria this question and Maria gave a great answer. But I also have an answer, so I'm like, please come back and ask the same question. So the question is, I'm a divorced mom, I have raised my children and now I'm ready to date again. I think I've healed a lot of myself and I'm ready. So what's your tips for me in in dating and finding my guy? <sighs> So I had a couple of layers of questions. So first of all, um, I want to repeat this one, this, this realization that I have for myself and for all women who are dating again is to first realize that what you know about dating, love and relationship, you learned when you were a teenager and you are now a grown woman. You have gone through so much, so it's time for you to define your own ways of loving and being in relationship and having sex. So that's like the basis of things to, to build from, to realize that, oh shit, maybe I know nothing about dating and about relationship about men. What I knew was in the past. I get to create a new, I get to define my own, my what I want, what's important to me next, right? Because I didn't, when I was going through it and looking for my myself, I realized that a lot of what I think about sex, love and relationship was handed down by my mother. <laughs> and it, I, I thought it was my own until I started experimenting until I, so then the next answer for you is to look at dating as not to find the man, but look at dating as, of opportunity for you to find yourself. So with each engagement that you go out there, you are going to find something about yourself. Whether what you like, what you're afraid of, what what restriction you have. So if you see of it as if you give dating, I would say at least two years experiment. The first year, you're like barely getting out there, all the awkwardness. So with each awkwardness, with each fear that you have in dating, you there's something about it, about you that is wanting you to heal, wanting you to notice so that you can heal her, so that she can be open to love. So get to know your peasant when it comes to dating and being with men, women, whoever that you're interested in, and date to find yourself. When you really find yourself and are at ease and you no longer have a hunger for a man to fill your void because you've discovered so much about yourself and you fall madly in love with yourself, that's when you're ready for a relationship. If you get into one sooner than that, you're going to end up repeating some old pattern, which is okay. It's part of the PhD program. It's part of the journey if you need it to go that way. But for me, how I shortcut things for my, for my woman is I said, give me three years. Here's what it looks like. The first year, 
we worked the no, first six months we worked together so that i can help you heal your peasant because your peasant is a mess you can pretty much guarantee that all peasants on this planet earth are a mess and they need healing and then after six months you're ready to try dating i am with you i'm in the background i help you understand what happened i show you what to say even or what to write in your dating profile so that you bring in the right kind of men not you don't want to start at ground zero because that's way too painful we are too old for that <laughs> we don't have much time i just want to date and enjoy and discover more about myself and then give yourself a year of doing that so that you really can get good data points and then you're ready to decide if you want to engage with one person for a longer period of time it's easy and painless honestly it can be really fun my time is up what else will okay. anyone else any it's other questions easy and painless and oh and respectful to your spirit oh my god respectful to your spirit oh look at this dan a man wrote in <laughs> sorry dan i just have to play with this um wait patty has written every step of the way see my bias already oh my gosh i a man jump in and i'm on it to read to you and then patty has been writing and connecting so patty said i gave it eight years without realizing how much time has passed i learned so many wonderful things about myself i love it thank you for for confirming with me i i prefer three years right so first year to heal second year to practice dating the third year, you consciously sit still. You consciously sit still so that you can find yourself and ready yourself for a permanent or a more permanent relationship. It's a three-year process. Dan said, I've okay. learned so much from the women I have dated. Um, Even I, the I'm challenges sorry. in relationships. I just want to ask you one before. question, but I just want to make sure everybody else asks a question because I think that we were just talking about this yesterday, uh, Pam and her daughter, who's 20. And so she doesn't, um, you know, because of the things that are going on with her and her mom and her mom and her dad, she wants to make sure she's on the right dating path. And so we were laughing about there's no guy. And so we're trying to figure out what would be a proper guy for young girls that are in their 20s, because I don't know, you know, if this yes. book is proper for a 20 year old. But there needs to be something that discusses the three, the three, three P's, hierarchies, the three arches, or whatever you want to call the them. Three the three P's. P's. Don't don't change the name. It's the three P's. Three P's. There's no hierarchy in here. They're equal. They're they equal are, with each other. Um, able to, you know, adapt this for for young yes. ladies. Well, we'll talk about that later because I I know that that's yes. something that we would be interested in. I am um, yeah my daughter and I my daughter is is 20 and she's been listening to me since she came out well since she was in my belly <laughs> and um and so she's been inhaling and you know it's in her pores because I don't really talk to I don't impose this on her but she comes to me with 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 her understanding and she and I have been doing uh a series of YouTube uh, conversation because I uh, to, because I want to know what what's going on for her and clearly she has an advantage over other young women um, because she's she has me as a mom and I'm an advocate for her to explore herself rather than 
then travel my path. So um, she, oh God, there's so much to say about this. This is like such a big topic, right? I know. So we're not going to do that. I just wanted to put it out there. Yes. We're going to about that later and then um Roz did you have a question I'm sorry I wasn't sure if you you asked her something mm, for those who are on my YouTube channel or my uh, Facebook stream I do have a conversation with my daughter um in there if you can't find it please just let me know and I'll send you the link Roz do you have a question for me I actually do yes ah, Roz has a question uh, for me I loved what you shared. Your energy's been amazing and the information's been so relevant. Um, and I actually have two questions. Two so questions. Why not the priest as opposed to the wizard? I think you answered it, but I went to go and get a glass of water and I missed that. So okay. I apologize. Um, why not the priest? And, and why, 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 use, why use the word? What happens if you feel that you've gotten to a level of like being say a priestess yes in your understanding in your level of relationships yes but the person that you're with is still a little more in the kind of peasant, peasant or prince level yes and the relationship isn't meshing because of that yes how does that work? yes okay so the question is what for the men why why don't we use the word priest to describe it why use the word wizard and and then um and then for the second question was oh see i can't if you're questions. not on the same sort of level ah, like maybe you got if you're, like if, you're if you're if you're with someone and, and still... that's right if you're with someone and you're you're in your your priestess and they're not there yet they're stuck in their peasants how do you help them bridge that gap great question so first of all for men for men, please note that I do not use the term prince because even though it's 3P, don't use prince. Prince is horrible. Prince is not a man who's not there yet. <laughs> uh, and a prince on a, on a, a prince charming takes, is, takes a lot of work to, ma to maintain a prince charming. He's all about himself. He's got to look good, go to the gym, all that stuff. And too much ego. Oh, my God, no. Um, we don't want a Prince Charming because when a Prince Charming is around, all of us women have to become peasant to make him look good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So you're looking for a king. You're looking for a man who has capacity well, to give. Thank you. You know what? There's the class just on that. I'm just going to go yes. there. I'm sorry. I know. We need a class on this. Absolutely. There's a class on that. I thought, oh, my God, some of this stuff goes into... Um, I don't want people to get upset by it, but cultures, yeah. certain cultures, Yes. Uh, you know, so let, let me answer uh, Ross's questions before I before you cut me off here. Okay, because this is such a powerful question. When you're with a partner and and you're working to, to bring in your princess and your priestess, and your partner is stuck in peasant mode, there's a lot of pain there. There's a lot of pain in when someone is stuck in peasant, there's a lot of pain there. And that peasant really needs love, needs love and understanding and guidance, actually. So when someone is stuck in peasant, that means this person has a deficit of love, attention and understanding. So the best we can do for them, the most generous thing we can do for them is going into our princess and love them as is, love them as is pour love onto them, help them see their beauty, their, their power,
their 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 they have a lifetime of deficit that we are helping them uplift. At the same time, we are not going to be a peasant that carry their ego and do all the emotional work for them. So you have to do this from your princess, not from your peasant, right? The peasant comes in and go, "Oh, I see that you've had. Let me cook for you. Let me clean for you because clearly you're not capable of doing it for yourself." And and May said, "I should do it for you. Don't blame it on me." <laughs> They say they want it, but right. The princess is more like you sit in your beauty and grace, and you let them know. I see you. I see so much brilliance out of you. I see you settle for less. Let me help you find that. Who are you? In conversation, in in guiding them with love and making sure that they are receiving. If they don't. Get to talk to them about that. Hey, I noticed that you didn't receive my love just now, and you're busy shuffling it off. So it takes a, a little time, oh, you I know, at least a year of investing in them so that they can trust this. Because peasants are like a wounded dog, you know, they've been beaten so many times. They they have a hard time trusting. So it takes a little love of that, and you. It's even more important for you to guide your life in princess. What that means is, you then, your peasant also has a deficit, which is you're with a man who is not fully capable of meeting you. So your peasant is also hurt. Your peasant needs to cry that sad story to somebody who understands that, and preferably it would be to your princess. But since we're all kind of Not strong in our princess, so we shush our peasant. We're like, oh, but you know, he's not that bad. At least he takes the trash out every night. So in some way, we shush the princess,、uh-huh. the peasant. So, so that's why I still exist and I have a job. Is I create the container to help women tend to their peasant so that they can go back into the relationship in their princess self, in their generous self, because they're filled up. Right, so his peasant is hurt. Your peasant is hurt. There's no finding each other from that place. It's too hard. One of us has to step into either king or princess, so that we can help each other rise up. Make sense? Helpful? It makes a lot of sense. Oh my god, that was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I. This is why I love doing my own. Today event, so that I can really go deep into these questions and these training. I will. I'll get to that. I used to, and then COVID happened, and my peasant just go, ha.、Ah. <laughs> All right. Is that enough for today? What are the next step? Follow me on Broadway Woman on Instagram, or connect with me on Facebook. Be my friend,、um, and come to my future talk. Get my book. This is like it has, it's, it's a very、oh, easy、cool. read. So you know what, sweetie, post in the Health and Wellness、um, group if、yes. you've already joined it. I will. So post there. Let them know what you're doing. Let them know about your offer, and、um, we will connect、yes. soon. Yes. And the replays will be up. I'm getting ready to talk to. Anyway, we can talk that offline. Okay. I want to thank you, May.、It、was very nice. To see you here, it was very nice to understand your program. I want to thank um thank Stephen for、uh, introducing us. Thank and, you.、Um, your energy was great. We love high energy people. I do. And um, 
you have some great information and great knowledge. So anyway, everybody, peace out. It has been a nice uh, opening today. Thank you, Miss Ross. You know we love you. All right, I'm going to speak to my fans and my um, watcher on YouTube and FaceTime. Thank you so much for um, putting up with with the technology and the little glitch because I'm trying to stream on both sides, um, this camera and that camera. And thanks for sticking around all the way to this time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Dan, so much for being here and and supporting me and making comments too. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. So uh, just in case you you don't know my offer, like I said, you know the best thing I can give to anybody is some time with me. Fifteen minutes or thirty minutes will could change your life. I, I'm serious about that. So I will also post my calendar link on here. If you love what I have to say and you want to talk with me and you're like at the last ditch, <laughs> last resort and you're ready to do something about it, let me know. Jump on the call with me. I would love to um, to support you. Uh, what else? Oh, and my book is on Amazon. You can look up my name, Maivu, five letters. It's a lot easier. Uh, M-A-I-V-U. And then there, it's actually applicable to everyone. It's not just for if you're divorced or dating again. But, you know, I have to be a good marketer and niche it tightly and all that stuff. So if you want to, you can do the put a duct tape on it so that you don't scare your partner and you can um, get the information to help you save your marriage or um, date again or give it to your daughter whatever so enjoy your day i thank you again for watching and if you like this video please like comments subscribe and share i so appreciate your um your support of me lots of love ciao